What's up, everybody? It's January 3rd, 2021. We made it. Pancakes in Pandemic survived. We got the whole crew here tonight. Uh, before we really get 2021 rolling, we got to hear how 2020 finished up. Did Eve get a midnight kiss? Did Esteban pay money to be in one of those weird squares they had in Times Square? Did John see some crumbs on the floor and buy his wife a vacuum as a New Year's gift? Give me the highlights, people. Eve, you're single. Best chance of doing something cool. Thoughts? How'd it go? Um, I, it, it went pretty well until midnight came around. And I, um, I just uh, got, I gave in and my ex came by. Oh, oh wow. Caught, caught you at the week at the witching hour, huh? The weakest <laughs> time. When you say the ex, is that the one that did the Christmas Eve dump or, or yeah, Christmas yeah. yeah, dumped Eve on Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah. Sixty-five. That's all I have to say about that. Oh, 68. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. That's yeah. That's uh, enough said. I think, uh, uh, John. Anything exciting on New Year's Eve? Uh, not really on New Year's Eve, but I will tell you this weekend got those weather mats installed in, uh, in my wife's vehicle. <laughs> and uh, so my favorite joke today to her has been, hey, go ahead, take take her for a spin. You're going to love the way she rides now. You know, just a whole different experience in there. <laughs> I'm sure she loves that. I'm sure that's really killing. Uh, that's the awesome. only one that stayed awake till till midnight to watch the ball drop, though, because I felt like when we were texting about it, Everybody was dead silent on the group chat. Nobody was interested in the, uh, you know, Dick Clark celebrations. I guess I should have learned that based on the last episode. But did anybody else stay up? There wasn't a TV in my place. I was playing games. So we did, um, because mainly because we we can cheat, and we only have to stay up until 10 p.m. here in Mountain Time. That's true. Uh, and so, yeah, we did, and we watched. Uh, we actually watched the CNN one with Anderson because I always like watching Anderson Cooper take a shot of liquor, and then it being the only shot of liquor he takes the entire year because his face is just—he's destroyed by it. And I think it's hilarious. Does he do that at midnight? Yeah, he does it with it. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. As like a celebratory <laughs> thing, he you know, always takes a shot, and then he just has the grossest face. Like he despises alcohol. So, Esteban, I did watch. The, the I didn't make it. I didn't watch the ball drop, so I didn't make it to. I made it to midnight, staying awake. I was watching uh, Better Call Saul. You know, when John makes mm. a, re- a recommendation, I'm fucking locked in. But I did you watch. Like I, you I, like I, that? You liking that show? Yeah, and I'm only. You, you said it started off slow, and I, I get what you mean. But it was kind of. I the first episode where he's defending those guys that ripped off a dead guy's head and fucked it, and he's trying. <laughs> he's trying to defend it. I mean, the hilarity of that situation. Spoiler. Yeah. This is a spoiler. Spoiler alert. This is a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Uh, it, it's not like there is no – you're not going to go, oh, my God, he totally ruined it for me. Don't, don't worry. It's not an ongoing story. <laughs> yeah, it's just a quick hit. Uh, but anyway, uh, what were we talking – oh, the so regarding the Dick Clark's thing, I did, I was kept laughing at the little pod squares. And I was curious, did you, could you rent to be in one of those or, or, or like buy seats? Is that, do you know how that worked? I, I thought that was hilarious. Cause you know, otherwise it was, it was weird watching the people uh, perform for nobody, you know, they're like rocking out and then you, they pan to the crowd and there's nobody there. The crowd was the other performers. Like, <laughs> like they had those people like in the, on the ground, like, uh, 
Machine Gun Kelly was like cheering on another performer. And I was like, what is going, this is the weirdest thing. No, I, I was wondering the same thing. Like, how do you actually get tickets to this thing? Because it's really, really reduced numbers of people this year. So I don't know if there was some sort of a lottery, but I thought that the biggest takeaway I had was that Planet Fitness spent a billion dollars on (laughs) (laughs) they charged $10 a month like how did they have money for that (laughs) yeah that's a great point Planet you're right Planet Fitness really hit hard they're on the party hats everything was embroidered in Planet Fitness and then well then I I saw Kia snuck in there Kia was uh on the billboard under the ball as it dropped but yeah yeah we're right Esteban Planet Fitness charges 10 bucks a month. And I'm pretty sure they let you just take whatever you want to out of there too. Like, I don't know how they make any money. You know, it's funny. I, I, the marketing worked to the extent that I had a long conversation about Planet Fitness. Exactly what you were doing, John. Like trying to understand their business model. Like we spent like 10 minutes because they were all over the place. It was hard to not talk about Planet Fitness. Um, are they open all the time though? That was my question. Are they a 24-7 joint? Like you get a key and you can go in and work out whenever? <laughs> Yeah, janitor's key. What? I, I'm I curious. I I, I, oh, all right. So nobody. Knows. Know. I've, never, I've never. I've never tried a Planet Fitness just because the colors throw me off. Purple. And I've seen like pictures of the inside. Everything's like bright purple and yellow, and it just it, it looks obnoxious. It just seems like a gym that would be in the back of Beth Bath and Beyond. You know. Yeah. It would smell like a vanilla bean. It would just be in the Beyond. No one knows about it. And, Really, who goes there? Unsure. Just like who goes in the back of Bed Bath and Beyond? I don't know, but the best game of bags that I've ever gotten it was in Bed Bath and Beyond, which I assume was in the Beyond section. I uh, oh, the other thing about Dick's Clark, Dick Clark, uh, you know whatever. Dick's Clark, <laughs> Dick's Clark, Clark's Dick. Uh, <laughs> dude, I every time I the last two years I've watched parts of that show. It does make me realize how old I am because I don't know who the people are that are performing, or I know them by name, but then I see them, I go, I had never seen this person before. So I'm out of touch with the celebs. I mean, Cardi B wasn't there. That's pretty much it. That's the extent of my celebrity knowledge. J Lo rocked it out on some crazy looking uh, outfits. That was that was one of the outfits I thought. Okay, I I didn't. I didn't even know who Dick Clark was. I had to look him up. He's dead. Yes. Yeah, he's very much dead. Thanks, Eve. Carson Daly was was hosting. I thought, Eve, you were all about that. I am all about that, actually. Uh, Glad to hear that. I just, uh, like I said, didn't have a TV this year, so wasn't able to really watch anything. What did he do? Mm -hmm. Did he he bring Tara Reid back? Is she still alive? I I doubt it. I doubt it. I think she's filming Sharknado 19. (laughs) She died in Sharknado. (laughs) What's uh, Tara Reid's best movie? Oh, it's uh, American Pie. No, no, I would say it would be um, the the college one. Um, what was the college one? Um, the, uh, Van, uh, Van Wilder. I think Van Wilder. Oh, Van Wilder. Right? That's yeah. it. I kind of thought Big Lebowski she killed. Um, she was like a such a small role in that. I know, and crushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. All right, let's move on from uh, New Year's Eve. None of us did anything that cool. Um Kind of disappointing. Really was hoping Eve would carry the team. And really, she just went back to her ex. So, I feel so. like, no, I feel like there was, like, the other two guys were, like, eyeing me out for midnight. And then and then so he showed up, and they're like, oh, go for the next one. The next oh, best person there. Party? Wait, a party. Oh. Yeah, I was at a party. 
Mm. You left that out. You're at a COVID party on New Year's Eve. What the fuck? Yeah, tell, us about, tell us about your super spreader event. There was eight people. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, there was eight people. Wasn't that bad? It was under ten. Okay, it was under ten. You had three dudes out of eight that were potential options. That's pretty impressive, actually. Thank you. That's really good numbers. <laughs> Not a compliment. <laughs> so the one thing that we missed in all this was uh, our locks this week. So, and, and I don't know about you guys, but for me, like, usually happens. Around May, I think, is when LeBron goes into playoff mode. I usually see it on ESPN. ESPN will actually, or even LeBron actively talks about how he's entering playoff mode. And so for me, and I think for the rest of us, that's what happened this week with locks. Like, we have the NFL playoffs ahead of us, uh, so we entered into playoff mode. We didn't want to, you know, waste our energy on this week's picks when the playoffs are in front of us. Eve's thumbs are fresh. Uh, John and I are updating our algorithms. Um, Did I get both of them I, right? Eve. You didn't make fucking locks. <laughs> I'm out here apologizing that we didn't make locks, and you go, "Did I get both of them right?" This is the kind of shit when I <laughs> can we get both your eyes and both your ears on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Did you think there we we can have locks where you don't even make picks? <laughs> And I'm right. I, I just—it's been so, so long. It's—it's it's, it's been a year. It's been like a year since I did this podcast. I, I mean, it. I did—I did this it podcast last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's not, you didn't say that right. It was not a good joke. <laughs> um, well, here's my deal. Here's what. Here's what I'm promising the listeners. I haven't even told John and Eve about this. This week's locks we're going three picks deep. Little bonus locks to make up for the fact that we didn't have any locks. We're giving you an extra lock. It's going to be nine picks. Money makers is what I like to call them. About to be hot. Um, John, I am curious. Regardless of whether we have locks, you put your hard-earned money on the line. What happened this weekend? What were your uh, what were your winners, losers? Uh, so winners were, yeah, I did the team over for Texas A&M last night, over 37 and a half, and that hit. But I also bet on them to cover four and a half in the first half, and that did not. But then today, today's been a decent day. Um, I went big. I went a couple hundred on the Bills yeah. uh, to to cover one and a half against the Dolphins. And even though Josh Allen only played the first half, they, I mean, judging by the score, was like what fifty eight to twenty something. I mean, they they delivered easily. And then uh, I placed a small one, like fifty bucks on the Cowboys. They lost to the the New York yes, kind of did. football giants and Danny Pen- Danny Pennies. And then um, I put uh, fifty on the Packers minus four and a half. They covered against the the Bears. And then I got yeah, a little 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 fitty on uh, on Eagles plus seven tonight. Okay. As I'm watching right now, as um, as they they're compete, driving, yeah. as they compete, the Washington football team competing with the New York Giants to see who gets to lose um, in the wild card round. Oh, I'm gonna get into that to the, Buc- to the Buccaneers, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that because everyone knows when Tom Brady faces the New York Football Giants. Special things happen. Uh, by, by the way, did you watch? Did anyone watch the last couple minutes of the the Tampa Bay football Buccaneers game? No. No. What happened? Okay. So Tom Tom Brady like shovel passed oh, yes. three times yes. to Antonio Brown, and like just was trying to get him the ball and catches as much as possible. And then after the game, I, I found out why. It's because Antonio Brown had um, a trigger in his contract. If he got 45 catches or more on the year, he got a $250,000 bonus. Yeah. Oh. 
Tom Brady um, just getting making his boy money. Yeah. yeah, actually, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I thought this was cool about Sean Payton. I, I don't remember this happening in previous years. Emmanuel Sanders needed eight catches to get a five hundred thousand dollar bonus, and Sean Payton, the coach, said before the game, "We'll find a way to make sure he gets that bonus." And he got his eight catches. And so, yeah, just like you know, I don't remember that being a thing in previous NFL years. But when he got his eighth catch, he went like full celebration on the field and started doing the money sign like Johnny Manziel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. So, so two, quick, quick question or quick commentary here is, did you guys try to bet on the college football playoff games uh, by chance? John, I don't know if you placed any down. I tried. And I don't know if my DraftKings was just locked up, but I, I had no ability to do it. And I was definitely going to go all in big on Ohio State. When uh, did you try to do it? Curious. I think okay. that day. was. Did it close the day before maybe? or No, no usually right it. up to kickoff. But I do know that there was a, a $1.1 million bet placed on Ohio State close to game time. And sometimes when there's a massive bet placed in some, you know, it's, it, mm. some places shut down the lines because it fucks everything up. So, I, you know, I don't know if that had anything to do with I, I, w- I wish I didn't have access to my DraftKings like you because I, I went minus seven on Clemson. Oh man, they got destroyed, man. No, but the other thing I was going to, the other thing is in case I'm not on your guys next episode, I do want to just leave you with a a little bit of word of wisdom, really short. Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. In this life, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody but yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now, it ain't never going to happen. So now go on out there and lock down some picks for our listeners. You got this guys. Meaningful. Thank you. Thank you Stirring. so much. Really, I Thank don't. You. I don't have the reference. I. I don't. Uh, I think that was Rudy. I think that was originally a oh. Rudy. Yeah. Oh, okay. cute. Thought you would know that. Yeah, based on her knowledge of motivational quotes from sports movies. I actually have seen that movie. Um. No, I had. I had one comment, and no one seemed to catch. Is Esteban not gonna make bets? Because you said John and Eve don't know about this, but you didn't mention Esteban at all about your. Your three, three, That's correct. Three. Esteban doesn't make bets unless it's a three bet situation. Eve. And once again, if you've listened to any of the podcasts that you've been on, that's been the case for the entire time. No, Esteban has made on. bets. When John wasn't there, he did make some bets when John wasn't there. Oh. And or I've made when I was. Bonus bets. I think I've never been allowed to have my bets be official. So I'm not sure if the listeners make any money. Remember my dart bet that won probably somebody at quite a few uh, yeah. tens of dollars? <laughs> That's true. I forgot also, about also, also, I looked it up because I didn't realize it, but Tom Brady's in the Buccaneers now? Like, is he... Why, why did he leave the Patriots? It's a long story. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to recap that for you. <laughs> okay. It's week 17. Were, That's were, a they pre- for, were they for money? Probably. The listener does not want to hear why Tom Brady left. Well, if they're not sports people like me, they would want to know, wouldn't they? There's a huge, like, the coach of the Patriots, and uh, there was a parting of ways. All right, let's talk about something else. Yeah, we have talked about that before on the podcast that you've been on as well. He's played every single game for the Buccaneers this year. Well, he's a quarterback. I hope he did. All right, there's a pretty big deal in Michigan going down right now. There were some things thrown away that shouldn't have been, and it's gone to court. It's been heavily publicized. And, of course, we're talking about Beth and Paul Working, who threw away their 42-year-old son's porn collection and now owe $75,000 to their son, David Working, for their wrongdoing. 
So uh, obviously this is a big deal. You can't just throw away someone's porn collection. There's a lot of moving pieces here. Um, I don't know, John, Esteban, Eve, what were your thoughts as you kind of broke down where we're at in this, um, you know, court battle? 12 boxes? How much was in each box? There's 12 boxes that were thrown away. Well, he estimated that they were, there's, I mean, there was $25,000 worth. And then his attorney said, ah, eh, we're going to ask for 75000 <laughs> So I don't know, Eve, that, Wait, much, 50, that much. 50 sex toys. How many sex right. toys do you need as a dude? I can see women, but dudes, like 50? Seem to be a bit of a collector. Um, <laughs> worth noting, he did move in with his parents after getting divorced. <laughs> in 2016. And, uh, and so I wonder if the box O porn maybe contributed to that. And, and, you know, it's funny. If you watch the video about this, it says uh, they like made a, a quick reference to him being kicked out of high school and college for selling porn to students. So I'm starting to side with his uh, parents a little bit. It seems like his porn problem has really damaged him. But listen, you can't just be throwing away a 42-year-old man's porn collection if it's worth $25,000. Um, my house, my rules. Yeah. Yeah, some of them were VHS tapes. Did you guys see that they were VHS tapes? <laughs> did they? No matter what, I did not. Original, uh, that's there's probably some really good uh, '70s Bush and stuff on there, right? I mean, there's. Some well, more importantly, I just feel like with porn, the ability to fast forward and rewind is important, and I think with VHS, it's just it can't be can't be easy. It gets caught up, you know. It's probably like twenty not- years old. I, I did enjoy the the dad's um, reaction in at least in the news story. Yes. He was sho- shocked by many of the scenes in the collection, which depicted incest. That that's not good. Uh, but if you've ever watched porn, that's everywhere, all over the internet. Of, yeah, a lot of hot stepsisters out there. Never never seen it. <laughs> Sex with minors seems problematic, um, but also everywhere on the web. And sex with animals. And Except- that's a new. That's an interesting one. Um, it's, it's, wait, it's not. It's not everywhere. Not on Pornhub anymore. Sex with minors. Pornhub has now been removed, right? But I, I love. I do love. I was wondering what John's reaction was. That the father admitted that he would have done the same if he found a kilo. By the way, what what dad says kilo? But if he found <laughs> yeah, a kilo of crack cocaine, he would do the exact same thing. So, John, thoughts on this? This seems yeah. like encroachment of your liberties or something, right? Yeah, it's a dad that just got done watching Narcos on Netflix, I think. <laughs> he's also, like, he's also probably like 75. But yeah, he said yeah, he, he destroyed the porn for the good of his son, and he would do it the same if it was a kilo of cocaine. The guy's a reprehensible monster, this father. And I wish it was $750,000 instead of just $75,000 he had to pay up. I, I mean, I an absolute monster. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Or porn burn. I'd like to know what he would have done if he found a more reasonable amount of cocaine. Like a kilo is so much cocaine, but what if it was like a, if it was just like a kind of a gram or something, is he throwing that out too? Or is he, is it just if it's a kilo? I mean, he went, I don't know. You ever see those stories? I I see them all the time. They catch my eye of like, Oh, 10,000 kilos just washed up on this beach or whatever. And they were turning to the cops. I'm like, what are you doing? Why can't that ever happen to me? You know, my uh, my brother works in the Coast Guard, and he sent me a video of them busting uh, some some boat that was transferring cocaine, and it was a wild-ass video. Um, and yeah, shout-out to the Coast Guard. They're doing great things, or terrible things. I don't know how you want to look at it. <laughs> Defund the Coast Guard. 
But they're already okay. This guy speaks to his parents anymore at this point outside of the courtroom. Like, what a weird way to end your family relationship forever, like over a courtroom case over porn. That's highly publicized. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. I mean, again, on the, in the parents' defense, his parents were bringing him his stuff. Like, go get your own fucking stuff, bro. Like, I, I, I just, I don't understand. But yeah, I guess, you know, it is, if, if my parents threw out $25,000 worth of something I had, fuck them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, oh, like, I'm, I'm so with this dude. Um, <laughs> like you can't just destroy $25,000 worth of property and then, and then get on your moral high horse and tell him you're doing it for his own good. Like get out of here. Yeah. Right. And uh, he also did, I mean, I mean, cocaine is illegal. I don't, is porn, I guess like obviously minority or minority. Uh, <laughs> minority. <laughs> minority porn is not illegal. Minor porn is illegal. But other than, you know, uh, incest porn and horse fucking, is that illegal? Horse fucking might be illegal. It's well, not, not in the South. I guess whatever the remnants of porn there were, the sheriff's department looked at it and um, and found no evidence of like minors being in, in the porn. Okay. Are you sure about that? Or are you just assuming? No, I'm re- I read from the article. That's what oh, I said. Okay. I didn't know that. I, didn't know that. Right. I feel like Any- the, the story is that Michigan is uh, the reason why all this shit went down. Uh, it breeds really terrible people. Uh, it's a shitty state and um, they have a terrible football team for their college uh, university. So which, yep. which, one? Yeah. which one? There's two. I think you, you summarized, oh. you summarized this really well. This is a Michigan problem and it's not surprising. Michigan um, does it again. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, their mittens are all over it. Oh, cause you, they're the, <laughs> right. Or is that Wisconsin? That's the their state shaped like a mitten. Fuck. Right. No, no, no. no. I, I was getting what you're putting down. Wait, their state is shaped like a mitten? Yeah. yeah look it up. They always call it. You, you're just of, holding up your hand. <laughs> if you meet a person from Michigan and they meet another person from Michigan in front of you, they always say, they always hold up each other's hands and they look at each other and go, what part, what part are you from? And they point to a part on their palm. And the other person oh, instantly knows where they're from. They're like, oh, you're from that part. Oh. And they're like, only in Michigan. Yeah, fuck you guys. Oh, I hate, oh. I hate them even more now. Yeah, that was almost a garbage fact, which is a great segue to garbage facts. Best podcast, what we regarded as. PMP in this bitch, where the party at? We know some dope ass shit that be hard to match. So listen up, y'all. Here's some garbage facts. Let's go. Because we would never do a podcast without garbage facts. Eve just gave you a bonus garbage fact where Michigan people always, when they meet each other or see each other, hold up their palms and point to them (laughs) to tell each other where they're from. That's a little garbage fact, but it's a bonus. It's not the official garbage fact. Eve, give us your official garbage fact. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, uh, my garbage fact is... Oh, yeah. Barbie and Ken broke up in 2004. Wow. Nobody really cares about that, but I never, you know, before this knew that they actually had some time apart, so... But I don't understand. Like, who who deemed their breakup? Oh, damn it, uh, I, I forgot. You can't ask any fucking questions. I, I would assume the Mattel Corporation. Oh. But, but don't worry. They got back together in 2011. Oh, seven years apart. Is, like, that, how the other, is that how the other, like, maybe, other maybe. Barbie-type girls came about? Like, Ken was slanging them on the side? Or maybe Barbie or maybe Barbie was. She was exploring other options because Ken's a little dick. Or has no dick, actually. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, yeah, actually, I have seen Ken naked. He did not have any. <laughs> That's true. All right. Good garbage track. I didn't know that. John, what do you got? So the show Mythbusters. You guys remember that show? See, yes. Uh, no. No. Yeah, yes. All right. So a bunch of white people get together and try to do crazy shit um, and try to, yeah, bust myths. So the show Mythbusters once investigated how to make an explosive with everyday materials that are available to the general public. And they stumbled upon a combination that they ended up deeming so dangerous and explosive that they ended up notifying DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, about it. And they then proceeded to destroy all footage of their research and swore to never release the formula or any information related to it. Well, what? Disappointment. Yeah, I think we're talking about more than just Diet Coke and Mentos here in a bottle. It's, uh, that would have that would have destroyed a lot of porn. That's I actually, wild. I actually met the <clears throat> the Mythbuster guys once. Is it one uh, of them so, dead? What's that? Is it one of them die? Yeah, one of them died. Yeah, super sad. A couple of years ago, but they're they're really cool guys. Very nerdy, exactly what you'd expect. But a couple of nerds that somehow got on the television. <laughs> How'd you meet them? Um, my dad was working at South by Southwest, and they were. Uh, interviewing he was interviewing people and i was one of his video crew like oh. for a, a several oh. years Wait, isn't yeah. that a movie uh, it's a film. oh so, and, so now and, that so now that you know them can you invite them onto the podcast no they're dead both of them oh. are dead what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i don't really know them very well but i could try that actually would be a great idea we should we have them I'll, I'll send them this i'll tweet them this or maybe maybe john as the head of social media could also uh, help <laughs> i think eve as the head of marketing in general oh, he's the head of marketing. <laughs> yeah i don't know john has actually relegated himself to just talent he's just talent now he doesn't do anything else other than show up to the mic doesn't even really reply to the group text anymore he just kind of shows up, tell me where i need to be uh, <laughs> if you add him look at it and then never respond Hey, can I just come clean? I don't know if you guys saw this. The fucking Eagles just went for it on fourth down despite being at like the five-yard line, easy field goal. I don't rem- – John, I missed the very end or really all of your garbage fact until I heard that um, there was a big cover-up. What were they covering up? That um, they created an explosive, something very explosive and dangerous that you can buy the materials for just, you know, at, like yeah. the grocery store. That's and, awesome. And Epstein right. didn't kill himself. Nice. They, don't want, they don't want some anarchists like learning from their recipe, basically, right? Right. Right. Yeah. right. yeah. They deemed it to be yeah, too easy to make and too highly like damaging that it would just yeah be a uh, chaos. Just like KFC. Right. Yeah. Wow. Explain that. I don't know. Like thirty-one <laughs> herbs and spices, isn't that the thing? They they like KFC has like a secret recipe to its chicken. Oh, I see. That's right. That's... <laughs> it could destroy the world. <laughs> I, I, I... <laughs> Okay. So I'm slowly. It's, it's, even, it's even funnier when you have to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? I don't know. Esteban. All right. So, so I have like a triple threat of a garbage fact because I just thought of something that I wanted to share when I was looking up Whoa. other garbage. I think they call that a trifecta. A trifecta. So the the one that was related to the mitt, like where are they located, is that I found out that Reno is actually further west than L.A. What? Reno, Nevada is further west than L.A. when I was looking up random facts. 
according to the the actual longitudinal uh you know the degrees on the map right that's pretty interesting i thought right that that's, doesn't seem possible possible but, so but yes it, interesting but very hey, interesting. It's a garbage fact it's, very it's a fact okay All right. uh, okay so my garbage fact is that the great illustrious powerful and oftentimes drunk winston churchill was the recipient of the first omg back in the day over 100 years ago wow. so this is the earliest use of the acronym omg it appeared in a letter and he was at that point the member of parliament and this was well before he became prime minister and then in 1917 an admiral wrote to him about rumors of new titles that would be bestowed and said I hear that a new order of knighthood is on the table, OMG, and in parentheses, oh my God, with exclamation points. So we also thought this is the, so it's a trifecta, right? right. So the, the, the double part of that is that in 2011, the Oxford English Dictionary actually added OMG to the dictionary. So that's my double, double factoid there. I thought it was a triple. Really, yeah. OMG. The triple, the trifecta was the first part, though. About exactly. the about Nevada. Well, Reno. So it yeah. was an English uh-huh. term. It wasn't an uh, American term. OMG, yeah. And it's not just used by tweens typing back and forth on the video games you guys play. It's yeah. actually been used by uh, Winston Churchill for, for years. That's, there you that's, go. That's a funny. pioneer. Take that. All right. I got a garbage fact for you. Um, <gasps> He's, whoa, 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 whoa. John, are you drinking? Yeah, I'm having a little Coors Light. I thought yeah, you were you gonna go that. without sugar or alcohol this this month. Uh, we're we're starting that tomorrow, so I gotta oh. kill a couple of these. Okay. <laughs> when we're doing the whole sixty nine. I thought about I thought about calling him out. By the way, Eve, and I was like, no, let, maybe I'll wait. But well, thank we'll you. Let it we'll let it I'm actually on day three of my uh, beach body workout that my wife's making me do. It's wait, you, you do beach body? Yeah. Oh, I just signed up for beach body too. God. Oh wow! Look at that. My wife was like, let's do the extreme one. It's like, okay. And there's this guy that's all tatted up and he's just looks. Is that Sean? Is that Sean? No, no. It's it's like a workout crew. There's like 10 of them. And this one guy, I fucking hate him so much. He's got this beard and this hat. He's got his, you know, he's obviously got his shirt off, super jacked, tats everywhere. And he's always like winking at the camera and shit. Quit hitting on my wife, motherfucker. <laughs> what I love about those beach body videos is that they always have like someone who's um, just like fat and dumb, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you need to modify your workout, just do what fatty fatty Kathy over in the corner is doing. <laughs> and she's like, not even instead of like jumping rope, she's just like bending her knees a little bit and, and vibrating in place. That's what I'm uh, saying. We need her for the Olympics. We need a regular person that's doing like regular stuff so we can see what, what athletic, athletic ability looks like. Yeah, if you're a slob like Fatty Kathy, just follow her modification here of um, watching everyone else do sit-ups as she just lays on the ground. Or Sloppy Joe, okay? Let's not make it sexist. It's almost always a woman. It's always a woman. That's that's bulging all over. That's what he said. I just call her Fatty Kathy. Oh, 
it hits so so close to home because I've been <laughs> I've been like thinking about this fat woman. <laughs> what? Oh, hold on. This one, no, he's not wrong. There's a fat lady that they put in the corner of the video, and I think I fucking think her name's Kathy. And it is, <laughs> I think it's Kathy. That's why I'm laughing so hard. And she's so fat, and everyone else is so like in shape, and they just are like showing their mid showing their midriffs, just wearing sports bras, and then fatty yeah. Kathy is like working out in a fucking trench coat. <laughs> That's so true. And it's always like she's always doing the lamest version of the exercise that you can do. Ah, man, like uh, it's just so funny that they couldn't – they had to make the fat girl do it. Uh, I mean like anybody can do the modification, but they're like we need a fat person because it fits you. (laughs) This is what you are if you're doing the modification. Whenever I do a beach body workout, my only goal – is to not do the fatty Kathy. Like, instead of high knees, she's just lifting her legs up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the actual workout, not that one. Oh, what do you guys do for this? Like, how, how do you – you- uh, I, think I, I think it's just like an app or something. I think, it's I a streaming service. It streams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so is this the first time you've cried, Dubs? Dude, I don't know. That was – that just hit, that hit so hard for me because I've been watching these – this is the third – straight uh day of of these videos and i i can't get over it's funny to me and i've made comments to my wife but john just john just hit it really and and the fact that it was kathy too just like (laughs) it's too good it's too fucking yeah exactly uh have i given my garbage fact yet or did we okay (laughs) jesus christ all right oh my My gosh the word fizzle started out as a type of fart. So in the 1400s, fizzle meant to break wind quietly. So next time you drop a silent but deadly bomb, you can tell people you had a little fizzle. Nothing to see here. Nothing yeah. to see here, just fizzled. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's how it started. Uh, bet you didn't know that. Garbage facts! It's all done. Man, that was... Alright, now take, yeah. take a warm-up stretch. I feel like crop crop dusting, you know, is also quiet, right? Like kind of like a. I think so. I think the right, yeah, you're not really crop dusting if you're making a lot of noise doing it. It's silent, but it needs to be like an ex- escaping you for an extended period of time, right? As you walk, yeah, 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 yeah. It, I think fizzle and crop dusting are very close. I think they're synonyms. For sure. <laughs> fizzle uh, to me implies it. It's a it's a little bubbly fart, yeah. like it's some bu- bubble gut slipping out. Crop has to do with time, length of time that it's escaping. That's what that is. Yeah, I agree. And you and you must be mobile, right? You can't be just yeah. in one place. Yeah, otherwise you're you're killing yourself, you know. Yep, yep. You're bombing yourself. Martyrdom. <laughs> yeah, but everybody likes their own brand, so I think that's okay. No, you know who probably fizzles is uh, Fatty Kathy <laughs> while she does those Spotify <laughs> workouts. You know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sports, baby. We got to talk a little sports. Greatest time of the year for football. It's not even really that close. NFL playoffs are almost set. And I say almost because we're 12 minutes away, uh, football minutes away from, from having them completely set. Uh, um, we got the, you know, the Washington football team fighting for their life right now. The college football champ- championships about a week away. And the Browns, for the first time since 2002, I hadn't even graduated high school my God, are in the playoffs. And Esteban, you've been a fan your whole life 
So it's been a long time since they've been in the playoffs. Congratulations. I'll let uh, turn it, just turn the mic over to you and let you, uh, you know, bask in the glory. No, I, I mean, this is a big deal for Browns fans. I think the, in the end of the day, uh, doing it against the Steelers, even if it's a shitty Steelers uh, lineup, they, they sat a lot of their guys today, as you, as you know. So as I think I revealed, spoiler alert on the last podcast, yes. we were sitting uh, Big Ben. So even with that, I still felt like for all Cleveland fans everywhere, there is some uh, level of extra victory doing it over them to get into the playoffs. Um, so huge deal. But I think the bigger challenge obviously awaits, although by playing them next week in, in the wild card. Uh, but I think the reality is that maybe Big Ben is no longer the same guy that he was, as you guys have discussed. He's gotten fatter over the season, no longer has any arm strength. So a lot of the, lot of the yardage in today's game, if you guys watched, were like these long bombs by Mason Rudolph, like these really, really like 40-yard passes to Juju Smith or whatever. And I don't think, I don't think uh, Big Ben can do that anymore. So it, there's a part of me that's like, they're going to have to beat the Browns some other way next weekend. So I, I, I don't know. I'm still holding out hope that there is actually a real possibility we win next weekend. But I don't know what you uh, betting folks are, are thinking about it. No, I, I completely agree. I think the Browns are going upwards and the Steelers – Specifically, they're no longer a dominant defense because of all the injuries that they've had to their linebackers. So they're not a dominant defensive team. And I'm with you. Big Ben, lo- they, all they do is run those goddamn drag routes back and forth. And that's what Big Ben, you know, and he's very, very good at that. But to do that all the way down the field is hard to do. You end up with a lot of field goals. You end up, you know, one drop pass, one one mistake, and it it's uh, it's a punt. So, yeah, I, I, I think the Browns have definitely have a good shot next week. Um yeah, let me just uh, on on the Browns topic. I did see that uh, Mason Rudolph did go up to Miles Garrett and like said, "Hey, sorry for saying that racial slur last year." Yeah, no, yeah, I heard that. I heard that they like patted each other on the back. Yeah, yeah, they did. and then they drank. The Browns did try to fizzle fizzle this game away, though, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Yeah, that we you know it was a very frustrating game for most of it because. They come out firing on all cylinders with Nick Chubb, absolutely a beast. I mean, outside of Nick Chubb, it's Derrick Henry who is, like, going to scare you as a running back. But Chubb is just amazing. I mean, if you watch that replay, he's just, like, zigzagging and turns on the Jets at the end. Um, But then Baker Mayfield basically did nothing um, the rest of that half. It was terrible. It slipped on the ground a couple of times. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a disaster. But, yeah, thank God the fizzle was not a full fizzle and more of a sizzle. Um, yeah. And we uh, we ended up going all the way. So what an unfortunate name, Chubb. It, yeah, yeah, it is an unfortunate name. Um, yep. By the way, going back to Ben Roethlisberger, I just thought of this. Probably does the modified workouts. Definitely does the modified workouts. He's I don't even know. Good. I think he turns it on, and I don't even know if he gets out of his chair. <laughs> yeah, he's sitting in his chair. I, he, he, watches the, he just watches the hot bitches work out. He doesn't do any of them. Um, all right. I got to talk about the Giants because I watched the whole Giants-Cowboys. Um, and I think if you're an NFL playoff team and you watch that game and watch the way the Giants fought, you're probably rooting for the Eagles tonight because they were fucking terrible and we're definitely losing to the 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 Patriots or the uh, – not the Patriots, to Tom Brady. I mean, there's no way the Giants – I mean, it was like two teams, both of them 
with you know doing everything they can to look like shit, and that is an embarrassing division. And you know what they should? I if you if you want to allow every team, you know, every division to have a playoff, that's fine. But we shouldn't get a home game. You know, no, neither the the Washington football team or the Giants should get to play a home game against a team that's like won ten or eleven games, right? I mean, it's that's embarrassing. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the only thing I would say about the Giants is that they at least took down the Seahawks, who look like a pretty good team, right? They they took those guys down a couple weeks back. So I keep feeling like the magic could possibly be there, but I didn't watch a whole lot of the Cowboys game um, because I obviously the Browns were playing simultaneously. So I have no idea. Did the did the Giants just kind of look shit, shit in, the, in that game or was it actually a decent, decently played game? I mean, you know, they did fine. I mean, the, they're the Giants. I mean, you, you've, they're a six and ten team, and they were playing another six and ten team, and it looked a lot. Like I don't that. think they should. I don't think that they should eliminate the home playoff game from like under five hundred teams. I think the home playoff game should just be um, taken away from the NFC East. I mean, every <laughs> single season, every single year, it comes down to the very last game of the year, and it's all they're always trotting out some sub five hundred team. So let's just let's just come down on where the well, punishment okay. is, which is on the NFC East. Recently, definitely, you're right, you're right. But they, I mean, the Eagles won a Super Bowl not that long yeah. ago. Eagles just won, yeah, not that long ago. So boring. Can, can they, they entice people that don't like sports in like some kind of way where I can win something? Like, can I win some decals for a team or something? Can they have like a little competition mm-hmm. where I can watch the game and then maybe win something? Because otherwise, I don't really want to watch. Like, well, I think I heard something where like Johnny Manziel is going to a league that's like made by the fans, and so I think the fans will get to like maybe call plays and do weird shit. So, well, you might want to look. That's <laughs> like playing Madden, but in real life with real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your wish is coming true, Eve. Actually, like, what? why the hell does, <laughs> does Fatty Kathy want me to run a <laughs> that play? Yeah, I mean, you could call a play, and and that play could result in you know someone spending the rest of their lives in a wheelchair. I want you to let the entire defensive line in and then have Johnny Manziel get crushed by them. (laughs) Uh, Did you guys watch any of the other football games? Like the end of the Titans game was nuts. I don't know if you watched that. I didn't catch it. I I did. That was crazy. The doink, the the, the ball bounced off of the the right goal. Yeah, yeah, that was an awesome – that was a crazy game. I mean, Derrick Henry's having a legendary season actually. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's worth – like we always talk about the MVP being Mahomes or um, or Rogers, and, and and that's fine. But Derrick Henry probably should get some votes or something. I mean, he is. Yeah. I don't know that there's any quarterback or running back in the NFL that can do what he does, just because like the wear and tear that it takes to get as many carries that he has. Um, he has two thousand yards. And I, I think the Titans would suck without him, right? Like, you, I don't know that you could replace him with any back, even Kamara or someone else that's been really successful, and get what the Titans get out of him. I mean, he's he's phenomenal. So no, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I agree, but so Esteban doesn't have any children. John has a couple. You have a lot. You, I, mm-hmm. I, how do you have time to watch all these games while somehow? Parenting question mark? Uh, do you parent or like how do you find the time to watch five million games every weekend? And I just sit here like I don't know what that is. John, I'll let you take this one first. The NFL Red Zone lets me watch all the games, 
And um, I can put it on TVs, put it on my mobile device while I'm outside in the garage installing my wife's beautiful all-weather mats into her vehicle. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's easy to watch and, and still so, be able to do so stuff. So you don't watch your kids. You just watch and pretend like you're there. I mean, they're not dead, are they? So that's the bar I set for parenting. Mm, I can't wait to get there. Oh, wait, I don't get to have that side of it. It's a good bar. Because you're a woman? Yeah, that yeah that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Esteban. Wait, why not? Because I can't just disregard my children because the person I'm with is probably going to disregard them. So uh, someone has to regard them. Yeah. Will, yeah. I mean, to your point, I will say my, my wife does a lot more parenting work than I do. Yeah. Probably, probably yeah, definitely here. Case in point, right now, she's out there parenting somewhere, and I'm in here doing this podcast <laughs> with you three. Uh, anyway, Doug, do you have an answer to that, though? Uh, yes, I do. Um, so when I'm playing with my son, I do a lot of playing spot it in board games like Candyland. And I do, I can easily have a game going while I'm playing that. And Candyland's not like a strategic game where I have to fucking lock into the game. It's like, Oh, I'm red. Okay. You flip. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I can do that. And then I did also a lot of folding laundry today. We did all our laundry in the house. I said, babe, I'll fold the laundry. What does that really mean? I'm going to fold it incredibly slow in front of the football game. And that's yep. what I do. And so I, I got I, you know, doing work, family work. I did that today too. Yeah. I love folding laundry. It's great. I did too. I, did too. I, used to work, I used to work in a retail store where we had to fold a lot of, you know, people would like look at a shirt and just fucking throw it down. And I, I, had to go I do that. And that was me. I can't fold shirts. You just That's fair. I mean, I think everybody kind of does that. But I would go and fold and, you know, kind of. From that point on, I feel like it's a skill of mine. So, um, <laughs> hey, going back to uh, Derrick Henry, do you know that Alabama once had Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, and TJ Yeldon on the same team? That was that. That was their backfield. That That's was it's embarrassment of riches. That's insanity. Yeah, yeah. And oh, pick by the Eagles. Let's go. I was um, say, how is that game going? I've been dying to ask how that because I don't have it pulled up like you guys. You have not missed anything other than uh, the Eagles had the ball at one point inside the 10-yard line and decided to go for it on fourth down and did not score. Otherwise, same score, 17-14 right now. Got it. But another yeah. pick. They're around the 40-yard line. So. Wait, can I, can I ask a, a, a Colts question of John? So um, I, I just saw that Phillip Rivers just passed Dan Marino for fifth on the list of TD's career. So do the Colts – Resign him? Like I, I know he's on like a one year deal, right? This That's is like a good story. Yeah, I mean, so Colts Colts Twitter has been a buzz about it recently. Um, and they it seems like they want to get Carson Wentz. At least uh, Colts Twitter, anyways. But I, I don't know if they're gonna resign him or not. We'll see. Well, I mean he got him to the play got him to the playoffs, so they'll probably they'll probably make it make him an offer. They can't refuse. You don't want Carson Wentz, let's be honest. Do you? Not, Do you? not really. Not really. No. No. Carson, I don't Wentz, either. Carson Wentz has the one problem that you can't have in the NFL, which is there are times in the NFL where you, you're beat and you have to just throw the ball away or just not turn it over that anything but a turnover is a good play. And Carson Wentz refuses to allow that to happen. He's like, Oh no, I am going to, instead of getting the sack, I'm going to launch the ball while I'm falling backwards into triple coverage. Oh, my God. Did Chase Young just fucking goddamn it? I, I don't even know how the Colts would get would get him other than, like, the Eagles would have to release him because he has a he has an untradeable contract. 
They give them yeah, a huge, huge contract, and like, there's not going to be a single team that that trades for that and takes on all that that salary. What? Dumb, dumb contract. I mean, speaking so, of college superstars, uh, Chase Young doing doing big things in the NFL already. Yeah, Chase Young just uh, so a couple things on this game that I'm I'm not watching because I'm doing this podcast, but I'm kind of watching. It's the Eagles' third string quarterback is playing now. So Carson, uh, what's his name? Jalen Hurts is out and. Carson Wentz maybe is just saying, like, I don't want to play because they have somebody else in. Um, and he just fumbled and Chase Young picked it up. Yeah, Chase Young is amazing. I am curious. Did you guys watch the college football game, by the way? On yeah. yeah. Okay. What would you all think about that? Do we think uh, Ohio State has a shot against Bama? I think they're patiently awaiting to be uh, drugged by them. Were you – was it me or did Devontae Smith seem fucking amazing? Alabama like I had yeah, never I seen him play before I knew he was the Heisman guy but holy shit he looked like next level fast uh, I, I thought so we we were all on here last time and when I th- actually I think John had to step away from the computer and then he repeated uh, the Aaron Rodgers Packers pick uh, for the Super Bowl that I did and we were talking about college football championship at the same time and how we all voted for Alabama I don't know how you can't sit back for a second and go, maybe we didn't really know what was under the hood for Ohio State until this game against Clemson. And you're like, holy shit, they're actually pretty high power, high octane, right? I mean, I would take it seriously. I I obviously know that Alabama is the highest level of talent out there right now, but I don't know. Justin Fields put together an NFL quality uh, performance there. And what my favorite part, though, is that – Dabo Swinney just looked like like an idiot, man, at this point, right? Why why give the other team bulletin board material? Like, why do that? Like, that's exactly what you knew it was a chance you'd play them. Like, why would you rank them 11th in the the polls? And then talk about it. And it's just, he should have, I don't know. Yeah, it was was pretty, it was pretty embarrassing for him, I thought. But yeah, it was, it was a bloodbath. It was awesome. So, hey, John, what's the early lines on that championship game? Uh, Bama minus seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything else on the sports topic, fellas, ladies, lady? Well, didn't you guys have like a massive uh, Iowa State uh, bowl game? Like, you know? Yeah, I mean, shout out to Iowa State. Yeah, good good on you, Esteban, for for, uh, (laughs) mentioning that. I'm not an Iowa State fan, but that was the biggest win that, that, that they've ever had. And I grew up in Iowa. So I know a lot of Iowa state fans, they've never been in a big game. I don't know that they've ever finished top 10. And, uh, and it does seem like when I saw Texas lost their coach, it seems like at least for next year, the early look like Matt Campbell, this coach that kind of has turned it all around for him, seems like he's going to stay in Iowa state. I mean, there's no huge job that, you know, would scream he should leave that's open right now. So Good on them. Uh, fi- what was it? The Fiesta Bowl? What bowl was it? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Cotton yeah. Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, something. Doesn't matter. All I know is, was that it was sponsored by PlayStation 5. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of PS5 hey, signs. Hey, did you notice how awful the new consoles are from getting actually bought? Like, I can never find the consoles. You know? Like, this is the worst. Like, the supply and demand is uh, there's not enough. Yeah. Like, it's not out there. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, no one can get them. Wait, what's better, the PS5 or the new Xbox? No, don't start that now. Who knows? Oh, you guys don't have opinions. I love Xbox. I'm an Xbox fan too, but I mean, honestly, there's 
barely a difference these days. They all get the same games. He's gonna well, do I, what you really want is a PC. C- come play Call of Duty Black Ops with me on PC. It's a lot of fun. The real gamers are on PC. That's what you need. That's to right. That's true. That's true. All right. It's 2021. It's time to do new things. New year, new me. You guys get it. <laughs> uh, Live, laugh, love. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we thought, what are some things that are currently socially unacceptable? It's, you know, it's time for change that we'd like to make socially acceptable. We're usually on the forefront of these things. When we talk about them, things seem to happen. So, uh, yeah, we got our top threes. John, we'll go to you first, man. Where are you, where are you going here? Whipping your dick out in public. No. Well, listen, hear me out. Women can pull out a breast under the guise of feeding an infant when they're really just showing off. Like, we all know that, right? So if a bathroom is full in an establishment, it should be perfectly legal for me to walk outside and urinate in a storm drain or under a nice picturesque oak tree. If we can pull out our dicks for Harambe, we should be able to pull them out to relieve ourselves. I actually, when you initially said pulling your dicks out in public, I was very much like, I, I think I have to go against John on this one because that seems aggressive. But I think we could maybe tighten that up a little bit to instead of just allowing pulling your dicks out in public to maybe urinating in public in spots where your designated areas. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I generally agree with you, John, it shouldn't be, I shouldn't have to get arrested and potentially a sex offender tag just because I had to take a leak outside when I was drinking, you know? Yeah. That's so instead of, oh, I like to designate it. Instead of like a dog park, it's a place where adults can go pee. Where adult men can go pee. We're, we're not going to. No, if you want to pop a squat, go for it. I think you should be allowed I to do that as well. Squat, I would just open my legs. What do you. Oh, okay, I think. Very... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. That's okay. right. Eve, go. You're hot right now. <laughs> Really pissed me off with that. I had to just say it. Um, I'm going to say something that's not related to penises. Uh, wear, being able to wear the same outfit every day. I get so tired of having to buy new clothes all the time and having to like accessorize and make myself new every day. Why can't I just wear my favorite outfit every single day? Be like that cartoon character, like SpongeBob, who wears the same outfit every day. And he's happy. Well, there's nothing bad about it. Um, it's right now socially unacceptable because if you wear the same thing every day, people think either you're poor or you're weird or you're weird. So um, I just want to be able to go out in public and wear my favorite outfit that makes me feel the most confident whenever I want. You know I'm, so, I'm so with you on this, Eve. Like back when I like had to go to an office or be in front of customers, I'd okay, I gotta get my suit, has been dry cleaned recently. Oh, now I gotta get a shirt with it. Do I do I wear a tie today? Uh, man, where's my fucking shoes at? Do I need a poly- Oh my god. And then I look at my wife who's just pulling out a pair of scrubs out of the dryer and she's just tossing them on the same scrubs she wore yesterday and trotting into work. I'm like, oh, I just wish I had that. <laughs> so a couple of funny things. One, I want to go back to Eve, your, the cartoon comment. The best cartoon that wore the same clothes every day because there was actually scenes where you saw his um, dressers in his closet and he actually had the same outfit. Uh, it was the show Doug. Mm. Uh, Doug wore the same outfit every day and I, I really love that. But John, back to yours. Um, I have to go to different markets all the time. I know you do a little bit of that, but mine are usually day trips. So I will wear the same. I'll wear a suit. And then I'll, I'm going to the next town the next day, same fucking suit, third day. So I'll just rock the same clothes for about three days before it's like, 
you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get some catch up on it or something where I can't like keep pulling that off. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, Eve, I think spot on. I think we're all, we're all on board here. I don't know. I mean, I feel, I feel like the, the idea of changing your suit doesn't make that much sense to me. Like, like I don't change my suits when I'm at like a conference or whatever, but wearing the same button up shirt could just start getting smelly and sweaty that that's really, I mean, I don't want it to smell like that's the part that I care about. My point is like the same outfit. So like you could have multiple of the same shirt, but you're still wearing the same shirt and pants that you wear because you like the style. Yeah. I think it's her. This seems like it affects women maybe more than men is my guess. Well, yeah, because women notice styles more than like, if you're wearing the same dress as someone else at a party, whoa, your whole social life is over. Did that happen to you at your COVID spreading New Year's party? No. That's good. Thank you. But it could have. It could have if I wasn't properly dressed. I had a right. I had a shirt that had corgis all over it. No one else had it, so it was just me. Unique. That's Shocking. Pretty, Shocking. Pretty no one else had that. Yeah, pretty safe play there. Pretty safe play. <laughs> all right, that's what would you have? Uh, so my socially acceptable thing, unacceptable thing that should be acceptable is hitting the close button on the elevator when someone is coming in right after you. <laughs> because we all know that feeling when you're trying to get somewhere. And usually we're always trying to get somewhere when we go into an elevator, whether we're trying to get home, if you live in an apartment complex or get to work, we're in office. And that person is like just a few steps behind you. And you're like, what the fuck? You're just like, they're, they're walking so slowly. And you just want to be able to hit the press close button and be able to shut them out and it'd be all okay. They don't hate you for the rest of the time that they know you or they don't give you bad looks. They just understand that you're trying to rush somewhere. Uh, and that's why I love uh, coronavirus so much because now people aren't supposed to ride in the elevator together. So you can go ahead and do it all day and people are like, oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's right. That's I'll get right. the next one. It depends on what state you're in. Missouri, they look at you like, uh, I'm coming into the elevator. <laughs> yeah, I think in Nebraska they they kiss you if they get into the same elevator with you. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I, I actually I think I've been in an elevator with John where he like looks like he's trying to pretend the open pre- push the open button. He's like oh oh, and he's like slamming on the close button. It's like bro, no one's <laughs> I, do that. I do that every time. <laughs> all all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number. You know what? It's funny. Um, I've kind of got one that has to do with my dick and one that has to do with wearing <laughs> clothes every day. So uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, I would like to make onesies or pajamas for adults and have them to be worn, uh, you know, throughout the day or maybe even all the time. I've always kind of thought that it was BS that it became socially weird after age five to wear onesies with the with the foot thing where you have like basically socks and all clothes and so I'd like to rock the onesie style. And I think my onesie could be like a tuxedo t-shirt. Um, like you have a classy one, then you have a more laid back one. Um, yeah. And society can just stop making everybody put on pants and clothes and give me onesies and just make it okay. So I'm, I'm going to go there as, you know, society really fucked that up. So you want to be a furry? Um, I'm unfamiliar with what that is. I don't think I want to be a furry. I think I just want to wear a onesie. Well, they wear onesies all the time, but they're dressed up like animals, and then they have sex uh, pretending to be animals. But I guess that part of it you don't want. 
Yeah, the people that dress up in like, yeah, um, ma- mascot costumes basically and then fuck each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yeah. wasn't really part of my top three. I, I don't feel like I mentioned <laughs> that. But-, <laughs> but I feel like they wear pajamas. Seem like a large. I think if we let you go on, you would have gotten there. <laughs> All right. Uh, John, what's your number two? Licking the tears off of people's faces for sustenance. What the fuck? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> My cup has runneth over with the tears of snowflake crybaby conservatives. Ever since Biden's victory and Trump's vanquishment, it's just been delicious. Watching the conservatives and the cons out there throw everything that they have at this election um, and just basically trying to usurp democracy. I love it because it just extends their pain, um, extends their crybabiness. And I, whenever I see someone out in public waving a Trump flag, I just want to go and lick their face and drink their sweet, sweet, salty tears. Oh boy, this is this is good. I like it. I've got no, I've got no follow up. Eve, what's your number two? <laughs> um, mine is uh, being able to refuse hugs from people without upsetting or angering them. So the biggest thing with for at least for me as a woman is people come up to you and like they give you the hug. Like okay, like first dates. They'll go in for the hug, and I'm like, I am not a hugger. I do not know you. I do not want to hug you. Um, and being able to be like, no, no, thank you. I'd rather shake your hand without it being awkward would be great. Because I feel like when men expect hugs and don't get them, they become volatile, like, douchebags. It is a weird area, right? Like, I have many women coworkers that – I, I, so in the workplace, I don't initiate a hug, but I have many women yeah. that that do like that. And like now it's like an expected thing. We hug every time we see you. So it's, I don't know. It's always kind of, I don't know. It's a weird area, right? I, I'm with you as well. And I'll, I'll like, I feel like it, it is, it's very awkward. Um, I'm not a big hugger either though. I'm with you. Eve. I don't like hugging. Uh, it's not, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to feel your penis in my crotch and I don't want you to feel my boobs in your chest. Like that's, I'm great with this, us being shaking hands. Yeah. Is, Spot on. Is, uh, so is this also COVID so- solved? I mean, now with COVID and all this stuff, do we just start getting rid of this? People, no? people, I guess the, Eve- people don't stop. They, they just can't stop. They won't stop. They, so I, I, work. I, I work, work, it'll go away. Uh, and so, the double cheek kiss. I, uh, so, Eve, I'm gonna. I feel like it's got. It's definitely a little more socially acceptable, though, to like wave or like. Oh, they do or like you can elbow, like a, Yeah, you can do like an elbow, and it's like a playful, like, "Hey, I care about COVID." Or type fist thing. bump. Um, the fist bump or the elbow. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think to Esteban's point, it's it's probably. A little can I just can right. I just fist them when they try to hug me? I think that means something else. I I don't think you said that the right. <laughs> I think you need to say fist bump. Sorry, can I fist bump? (laughs) I I, I don't think there's a lot of segments where furries and fisting people come into play, but we've we've gotten it done. Um, Esteban, where do you got? So my second socially unacceptable thing that should be acceptable is uh, being able to poop in a public bathroom or anybody's bathroom. And I think that women in general get more upset about this than guys. Uh, but it still still feels, as a guy, socially unacceptable to poop wherever I please. 
And while I prefer the comfort of my own home and bathroom, if I need to poop somewhere, I'm going to do it. Uh, even if that bathroom is right near the living room where we're all having chips and pizza and hanging out. Uh, so I would like the ability to just poop wherever I please and not have to feel weird about it. I feel like as long as you carry poop like poopery on you, it's fine. But if you're like blowing up a bathroom without any kind of like protection, I think that's messed up. Yeah, and I actually am fine with it in my house, but I have a main level bathroom. I do hate when like my kids' friends just bomb that bathroom. I'm like, guys, like the kitchen's right here. Could this is a urination bathroom? Okay, we gotta. Uh, we've talked about. It. I have lots of bathroom options. You should put a, you should put a sign up. Yeah, no, you're right. Go no, number two. Go right. upstairs. Yep. No, you're right. Get in tomorrow. Or just go home. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, my number two. Um, I'm gonna go with cursing, probably in general, but in number specifically. Two? <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. Awkward. All right, I'm gonna go uh, cursing in general, specifically though in emails. So I like when someone sends me a task via email with uh, like Dubs. Can you take a look at this form and fill it out and send it back to me? I'd like to be able to write back. No problem. When do you need this fucking shit done by? And I'd like that to be okay. So let's get rid of curse words and just make them words. So that's where I'm going with my number two. But would they have the same impact when you say them if they just become words? Um, I don't know. That's a that's a deeper next level. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I, oh, that's why you cheapen them. You take away their power when you yeah. Yeah, make yeah. them. Okay. Make them so mainstream. I- Good point. All right. So not everyone's on board with that, but I'm still going there. All right, John. Number one, baby. Bring us home. We're in the home stretch. I've got got a bonus one real quick. And it's just arisen from watching this um, Eagles football team game. Hating Alex Smith. Like, can we just have that be socially acceptable? Like, he broke his leg in a game once, and now he's playing football again. We get it. Can we have broadcasters stop grinding on his dick like there's some broke stripper at Eden Cabaret in Tucson, Arizona? Bailey. (laughs) Anyway, on to my real one. And it is, of course, cocaine. Um, I attended a poker game last night at a dude's house, a nice little super spreader event that I have immunity from, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting at the table, passing around a spliff. And when I was offered, I said, no, thank you. But do you have any cocaine? And people started laughing and thinking I was joking. I was not <laughs> laughing. I was serious. And so if we can pass around a blunt in a social setting, then we should be able to pass around a mirror or a CD case with perfectly cut symmetrical lines of the devil's dandruff. Make cocaine great. That's a really hard take, but you're right. It shouldn't be at this really ridiculous level that it's at, you know, as far as looked at negatively. Yeah, I don't think that there's a big leap from weed to cocaine. So I don't, I, 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 I want to knock down the stigma. Fair enough. Well, you're doing that. You're doing that. Uh, and you're at the, you're at the forefront of it. One snort at a time. The bigger diff, the biggest difference I can think of is that you can, overdose and die on cocaine yeah. and i don't know how many people overdose and die on weed no. i'm sure it happens i'm not saying it doesn't but it might be slightly slight differences overdose overdose good comeback you can't beat that comeback all right i don't know who's next eve you got your number uh, number one yeah number one so i uh I'm not a morning person. I'm also not an afternoon person. I get really sleepy in the uh, after lunch hour. I think being able to go to sleep at work and take a little nap, a little siesta should be acceptable. I want to be able to take a little nap. 
uh, recharge my batteries, and then go back to work without getting weird looks or judgment. John, do you remember the guy that took naps during yeah. his lunch? Yeah, he was like some type of bodybuilder guy. And so he was just he was constantly like using all uh, every single to... calorie and energy from his body. And so over his lunch hour, he would like make a nest under his desk. Under his cubicle. We were in cubicles. Cubicle, he, yeah. he would nap under his cubicle. And the first day that our manager got hired, our manager's manager actually, he was like walking around introducing himself, but it was during lunch break. And fucking Jerome was under his under his desk. What the fuck is this? Yeah, he was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So Eve, yeah, it's already happening. You just gotta make it normal. Somehow make, make it, it normal. I'll be that one person that fucks it up. Yep. All right, Esteban, number one. So of course, you know. Um, Eve took my number one as well because I was going to talk about how I want to go back. Now that I can take naps during the day at work when this is all done, I have to go into the office. I would like to be, still be able to carry on that tradition. Uh, but I, instead, I will pivot and go towards a topic that's been slightly brushed on uh, by John with his whipping his dick out anywhere, which is really about being able to pee places, um, is public nudity. Public nudity should just be socially acceptable. Um, wow. So I like to think of places, topless beaches in Miami is a start. Um, and other parts of the world, the, you know, the topic of nudity or toplessness is really not as big of a deal and taboo as we make it here in the U.S. And I believe that after this coronavirus stuff is done, we'll have a lot of work to do as a nation for tourism. So this could actually help to support tourism if we start allowing for more public nudity, uh, especially in, you know, attractive places like L.A. and, uh, you know, other beach towns. So, uh, that's my, my my thought here. I think we should take away that taboo nature. Wait, so why do you think it, why do you think it's appealing? It's it's because it's taboo, and also, I feel like it'd be okay as long as nobody's touching each other. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. We don't have to. We, you you still can't assault other people when they're naked. Oh, well, it's not even assault. Um, like if someone's like doing PDA in public and touching each other, that's not okay. No hugging. To your point, no, no hugging. <laughs> I wonder how the interior states will will work that in, like in their tourism like campaign. It. Come to Kansas, we're naked. Granted, Missouri. Uh, ride a roller coaster naked. I like that. Uh, your balls right. in your bags <laughs> for flight. All right, my number one. God, it's also it's a little consistent on how. How me and John and Esteban think here, but I'm going to go with just flat out adjusting myself in public. So listen, my junk at the end of the day is just another body part, and I should be able to move it when it's in the wrong place, no matter where I am. So I was outside with my neighbors. We were in a fun conversation, and my balls were in the wrong place. And all I did was move them. I moved my balls from the wrong place to the right place. And my wife was appalled. She let me know that's not okay. And while I agree, technically, in today's society, it's not okay. It fucking should be. So that's my number one. Yeah, that really with me, too. Yeah. yeah. My wife is constantly chastising me. Stop touching yourself. Yeah. I, I will say there are times where I don't know I'm touching myself. I'm like, oh. Yep. Yeah, I'm self-conscious. Is, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing that. All I right, anybody? I used to work with this guy. No, sorry. Super, super fast aside, since you guys told the story about Jerome. I worked with this guy that used to... Uh, stand up, and he was like an executive. He used to stand up and, and uh, adjust himself 
during meetings. And he didn't, it was like a tick that he didn't know he was doing. So he would stand up slightly, like crouch, adjust, and sit back down. And everybody would be like, what the fuck is going on? And he, he never got in trouble for it. So, hey, maybe this campaign has already been started. No. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> wild. I, uh, here's, we got, we're done. Show's over. But I'm already not sure that <laughs> tomorrow, when I get up at 6.30, when I have some coffee, and I'll walk downstairs, we're going to turn on Beachbody, and when it goes to the modified workout, I'm going to really struggle to keep it together when Fatty Kathy has to show me what not to do. But if you have to do it, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. So with that in mind, rate, subscribe, review. See ya. See ya. Uh, hugs. Hugs for everyone. See ya. <laughs>